Hi, welcome to 20-Minute Christian Counselor. My name is Rob Orham. I've been a pastor and a counselor for over 30 years. And in this podcast, I provide biblical counsel for the practical matters of life. So if you're experiencing some struggles, either personally or in a relationship, and you're looking for some helpful wisdom, keep listening for the next 20 minutes or so. You'll be glad you did. Well, welcome back. Today I'm going to wrestle with the question, how can I heal from church hurt? You know, I think if you've been a Christian for any length of time, or if you've been involved with a church in any way, you've probably experienced what people call church hurt. It's inevitable. What is church hurt? Basically, when we use the phrase church hurt, we're talking about the pain, the injuries, the sometimes the scars that we get or we have from being hurt by people at church. Either people who attend with us or sometimes from the church leadership, the pastors, the elders, ministry leaders, community group leaders. And this, this hurt from church can be really damaging. It can have some really harsh consequences. It can cause us to lose confidence in and trust in church or spiritual leaders, the leaders in the church. It can actually cause us to stop going to church It can cause us to start to become isolated or separated from other believers, out of fellowship, out of community. And worst of all, if we let it, our church hurt can cause us to get mad or to blame God and to actually let that hurt become a a wall, an obstruction in our relationship with him. And we can fall away from him. Now, I'm guessing if you're listening to this podcast today, you've experienced church hurt to some degree, in some way. So I'm glad you're listening, because I think this can be helpful for you. So what I want to do is I just want to talk for a minute or two about why these injuries from church hurt so badly. I mean, if you think about it, just in life and in other relationships, we all experience disappointment. People let us down. We get hurt by people. We get betrayed by people. That happens just in life. We can't avoid that. But most of the time in those situations, most of the time, somehow we get over that or we move on. But sometimes it's so much harder to do that when we're hurt by the church. What makes these injuries from church so much worse? Well, I've got a few thoughts I want to share, and I think this is important to understand. I think it will help you 
to maybe understand why you're hurting so deeply from these specific wounds from church. Number one, church represents God. And I mean, it is the body of Christ. The Bible tells us that Jesus is the head, but his body is the church. So when we're hurt by church, it feels like we're being hurt by God. And that makes it more painful and difficult to get over and more difficult to understand. A second reason is I think most of us come to church, we expect people at church to be different, right? I mean, these are, these are Christians. These are people who have put their faith in Jesus. These are people who are supposed to be more loving and nice and friendly and accepting. So when they don't act that way, it's devastating. It's hard to accept. A third reason, I believe we expect church to be a safe place, right? For the reasons I just mentioned. This is the body of Christ. These people are Christians. There are spiritual leaders here. So we expect it to be a safe place. So we kind of put ourselves out there. We let our, our defenses or our guard down. We risk being vulnerable and reaching out to people and getting involved with people. So when they hurt us, it's just unexpected and, and it hurts more deeply. And the last thought I have about why these particular hurts hurt so badly is because we, we come to church and we're looking up to the pastors and the elders and the ministry leaders. We're, we're putting our confidence in them. We're looking to them as, as those with spiritual authority, which they are, at least to a degree. And so when they let us down, our trust is, is really destroyed. And it can be devastating for us emotionally and spiritually in our faith. So what I want to do now is just address, I'm trying to keep this real today. I want to address some specific ways in which we get hurt. We experience pain from church. And for each one, I also want to kind of encourage and challenge you on how you can respond and how you can begin to recover from these hurts. And there are six of them I'm going to talk about. So one way we get hurt by church is by feeling unaccepted or unloved or feeling like we don't fit in or we just haven't connected. You know, you go to church for a while and you say hi to people, but you don't really connect with anybody on any kind of a deeper level. Or you see groups of people that seem to know each other really well and you don't feel invited or welcome to become a part of those groups. And so you come week after week kind of feeling like an outsider and you just can't seem to break through and get in to be in relationship and to get involved like you want to. I've experienced some of that myself. And what I just want to encourage you, if that's the hurt you're feeling right now, is don't give up. I want to encourage you to continue to, to go 
to try to connect, just to continue to put yourself out there, specifically be praying about this and asking God to help you, right? I want to remind you that developing relationships takes time. Oftentimes, it takes more time than we realize or that we want to accept. So my encouragement to you in this area is to don't stop going, pray about it, continue to try to reach out and connect. Give God a chance. Give God more opportunity to help you in this area. A second way I think we experience church hurt is through what I'm going to call unresolved conflict or unresolved hurt from someone. And this happens when somebody, again, this is a brother or sister in Christ, at least presumably, who has said something or done something, or maybe not done something, that's really hurt your feelings. And so it's unresolved. It's awkward when you're around them. You feel like you have to pretend or you avoid them. It's just this unresolved elephant on the table that's making church uncomfortable and painful for you right now. Well, when I think about this, I'm reminded of what Jesus said. He, he told us how to deal with this. This is from Matthew chapter 18, verses 15 to 17. And I'll put this in the show notes. Remember, Jesus said, you know, if someone sins against you, and I would add, if you feel like someone has sinned against you, he says, first step, go to that person and try to talk to them about it. And obviously, you need to go humbly, patiently, lovingly, and just try to address the hurt or the issue. And the goal is to try to reach reconciliation. That's the first step that Jesus had to do. And then he said, if that doesn't work, go back again and bring somebody with you. Maybe it's uh, someone who knows both of you, someone who's involved in the situation, maybe somebody from a community group. But he says, bring one or two people with you and try again to talk it through with that person. Always remember the goal is reconciliation. It's not to prove yourself right and that person wrong or punish. The goal is reconciliation. And then Jesus says, if that still doesn't work and you still feel like this person has sinned or is sinning against you, he says, bring it to the church. In other words, bring it to the leadership at your church, your pastors or your elders. Bring it to them, let them know, and then they can decide how to proceed to address it. So the point in all of this is before you decide to leave the church because of this hurt through this unresolved pain or issue with this person, you need to take these steps to try to be reconciled. And just remember through this whole process, every step of the way, remember to ask God to guide you, to be working in your heart, to be working in that other person's heart. Ask him to help resolution and reconciliation to happen. And sometimes that might involve forgiveness. And you might need to ask God to help you forgive the person who hurt you, even if they don't reconcile or repent. Okay, the third way I think we get hurt by church is what I'm going to call disagreement. 
Sometimes we get hurt because we really disagree with something that's being taught or has been taught, or we disagree with the focus of the church, the vision, the direction, the changes, the music. There can be a lot of things that we disagree with, and that can be painful and uncomfortable. And what I want to say about that, and remember, I was a pastor for many years, so I was a part of all of this. Churches often go through seasons of change, new leadership, new membership, new vision, and often in these changes, big differences happen. And change is hard for a lot of us, especially when it comes to church. So what I want to encourage you is if you're struggling with some of the changes or the direction of your church right now, before you get upset and leave, or maybe you've already done that and maybe you need to come back, go to the leadership. One of the pastors, the lead pastor, elders, whomever it might be appropriate, whomever you feel comfortable with, go to them and just share your concerns and your, your hurt and your discomfort. Talk to them appropriately, of course, always humbly, always speaking the truth in love, always being quick to hear and slow to speak. But go and share them with you. Maybe they'll talk to you and they'll explain the new vision and direction or whatever, and you'll understand and you'll get on board. Maybe you won't. But you've got to give it a chance. Maybe God wants to use you as a part of the feedback process for them with the changes they're making. But just realize this, changing churches is a huge decision. And so before you do, make sure it's what the Lord wants you to do. Make sure you're not just responding out of hurt or anger or any kind of emotion. Make sure you're seeking the Lord and asking him for guidance. And I also just want to remind you, remember church and going to church isn't all about just meeting your needs and your desires. Maybe God wants to use some of these changes and this discomfort to help you to learn and to grow and to change in some way. Or maybe, as I mentioned earlier, God wants to use you as an influence in the process and the direction and the vision that's going on. So another way I think that we get hurt by church is what I'm going to call unmet expectations or disappointment. We all come to church with expectations on the church itself and on the leadership. And I, I think sometimes we have expectations about church that we wouldn't have in other parts of our lives. We might, let me give you a couple examples. I expect the pastor to know who I am and to be available and willing to talk to me every week, every Sunday when I go to church. I expect the leaders of our church to be aware of all of my needs and the needs of my family and to be sensitive to those all the time. I expect the pastors of the leadership to be available to me 24-7 if I need them. I expect my fellow Christians, my fellow attenders, to always be nice and to be loving and to be accepting and always say the nicest things, never be mean. 
I expect certain topics to be addressed and discussed in church. Or, flipping the coin, I expect certain topics to not be addressed or not be talked about in church. I expect our church to be involved in certain activities or certain causes. Those are just some off the top of my head. Some of the expectations I think some of us sometimes can bring to church. Are your expectations realistic? Maybe some of them are. Maybe some of them aren't. Maybe you need to bounce some of your expectations, once you realize what they are, off of some people around you and get some feedback. Maybe you're expecting too much. Maybe you're expecting too little. Maybe your expectations are reasonable, but you need to realize that no church is perfect. All people, even Christians, even pastors and elders and ministry leaders, are imperfect. So you're probably going to be disappointed in some way, at some time, Anywhere you go to church, there is no perfect church. You know, I mentioned earlier, I was a pastor. I served on the staff of several churches for almost 25 years. And sadly, I know, I realize I hurt people. I let people down. I didn't mean to. I never meant to, but I know I did. Because I'm, I'm not perfect. And I feel badly about that. So I just want to remind you of that. Even when people or leadership hurts you, it doesn't necessarily mean it was intentional. And again, remember that unmet expectations and disappointments are opportunities for us to exercise the forgiveness that Jesus commanded us to offer to one another because of how much he's forgiven us. We need to show one another, and even those in leadership, grace. Because God shows us so much grace. A fifth way I think we get hurt by church is through the moral failure of leaders. This is a particularly damaging and devastating issue. It's very damaging to the church and to the witness of Jesus in the world when a church leader, especially a well-known church leader, fails morally. This is painful to all of us, but especially painful to those who are under the spiritual leadership of that person. It can just pull the rug right out from under you. So if you've experienced this, I just want to remind you, I know you know this, but I want to remind you that ultimately your faith is in Jesus. You follow Jesus, not your pastor or some other leader or teacher. Ultimately, your faith is in Jesus Christ. And he will not, he never did and never will fail morally. Ultimately, our church leaders are no different than us. They're sinful human beings, redeemed by the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross, saved by the grace of God, 
born again, and yet still capable of making bad decisions and falling into sin. That's true of all of us. In fact, as spiritual leaders, they probably have a bigger target on their backs for the enemy. We need to remember that. So if you've experienced this, you may need to get some counseling. You need to talk through this. Maybe the church where this happened will even provide some kind of counsel and help for you. I hope that they do. But you need to get some help to work through that hurt. Lastly, this is a big one. I'm just going to touch on it. But sometimes we are hurt by the abuse of church leaders. It's sad, but sometimes either fellow believers or those in leadership commit abuse. And I'm talking about verbal abuse, spiritual abuse, emotional abuse, physical abuse, sexual abuse. And unfortunately, oftentimes this abuse is hidden or denied or excused. And the abuser, the one who's doing these terrible things, is not confronted or held accountable. And the the hurt and the pain from this kind of abuse is devastating. And I just want to say, if you've been abused by someone in the church, no matter who they are, no matter who they are, you need to let somebody know. Don't keep it a secret. And if it's physical or sexual abuse, you need to let authorities know. And I understand, as much as I can, I understand it can be humiliating and shaming to talk about this, to share this. But let me just say, keeping this kind of stuff secret only makes it possible for it to continue. It only makes it possible for whatever happened to you to happen to somebody else, and you don't want that. And again, you need to get help. You, you need to get some counseling from someone who can help you work through what's happened to you and to heal from it. And it is possible. It might seem impossible from a human perspective, but nothing is impossible with God. So I can't say this strongly enough, and I'm going to say it again. If you've been abused by anybody in the church, let someone know. And you may not believe this, but sharing your pain with someone else, with another person, is actually the first step toward healing from it. Keeping it a secret is keeping you in the pain and keeping that wound open. So let me me conclude. The reality is the church is filled with messed up people. We're all messed up people. And so there always be problems, disappointments, unrealized expectations, frustrations, hurts from the church and with the church. And I, I realize sometimes we can use our church hurt as an excuse to not go to church. And even worse, sometimes we can allow our church hurt to become a block in our relationship with God. Don't do that. 
just because the church isn't perfect and you may get hurt or you have been hurt by it, you know what they say, hurt people, hurt people. Just because that's happened, don't give up on Jesus. Don't let your hurt keep you away from the church. You need the fellowship and the community. And you know what? They need you. God designed us to be involved with one another. So don't let your pain keep you away from God. He loves you. He's your heavenly father. You are his child. He wants to be in intimate relationship with you. Instead, bring your pain to him. Pour out your heart before him. Talk to him about it. Give him a chance to bring understanding and healing. He will never fail you. He will never hurt you. He will never let you down. He will never mislead you and he will never abuse you. So keep your focus on him. He will be with you through the pain and he will bring the healing that you need. Thanks for listening today. If this has been helpful to you, I want to ask you to do three things. First, click the follow or subscribe button so you can find out right away when my next episode is being released. Second, write a review and let other people know how this has been helpful to you. And finally, tell your friends and family so they can benefit as well. Also, If you have a question you want me to answer, reach out to me at my website at roborum.com. That's R-O-B-B, two B's, O-R-A-M.com. Until next time, keep your eyes on Jesus. Jesus.